Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the DoubleClutch.ca podcast. I'm your host, Nick, managing editor of DoubleClutch.ca magazine, and I'm joined in studio by Nathan and Rush. And for those who might not be... Okay, wait a minute. No. Don't stop recording. I think we should change the intro. It's a new year. What do you guys want to lead with? Like, I feel like we should be more confident than just saying, for those who might not be aware. They got to be aware by now. Oh, they, they know. Yeah, they I mean, know I what's up. I feel like we've carved out a good listener base. Yeah. Okay, let's workshop know. that later. Okay. What do we got on the whiteboard this week? Okay. Well, uh... The whiteboard being a pink cue card on the fourth mic. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, so Nathan, you spent last week driving a... Land Rover Defender with the correct amount of cylinders. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> the eight motor. Yeah, this, this is really good. Proper motor. Tell us about that. Um, it was really good. Yeah. It was wow. Nice. Yeah. All right. And a podcast. See you guys. There you go. Thanks, guys. Happy New Year. Um, I loved it. I did not expect to like it nearly as much as I did. I thought it was going to be like kind of in the same vein as the G-Wagon, kind of like a needlessly bougie, fake, tough, off-roady, chic Bougenwagen. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's like very good, yeah. And uh, that thing's legit as hell. I fucking love it. Really? Like, if, I, if I were in that demographic that were shopping for that sort of thing, I would buy that thing. I really like that thing. Wow. Okay. Like, it. Do, I have no complaints about it. It is quiet. It drives well. It is fast. It sounds great. It handles well. It's amazing off-road. It's practical. There's tons of space. It doesn't commit any interior sins we hate, like s- stupid huge screens, capacitive touch garbage, gloss black garbage. Like, uh, well, what? What do you got? Not gloss black, but it had like the color matched. Okay, like I get it. I, it's like I, an off-road okay. thing. I know what you're saying. I didn't love the white accents. Sorry. Like, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, the exactly white accents are like, a little weird in something that is meant to get dirty yeah well i mean like i don't know well is it meant to get dirty like it's meant to look like it's meant it's to get capable. dirty it's, it's, it's capable. Capable. capable i took the thing off-roading yeah. like it, it walked up it a wall it is an actual off-roader because mm. it's made by people who know what they're you know yeah and it's not is. on like ridiculously giant rims like new range rovers it's mm. actually like on surfaceable usable tires you Absolutely. wouldn't be afraid of yeah. but what i'm getting at is if you spend how much is the defender v8 uh, 150 grand if you spend 150 <sighs> grand on a defender i don't know you'd be taking an off-road every single day like i don't I think the demographic is not the same. Oh, no, of course not, but but you could. But, like, on that, trying to think of what I want to address first, like, I think it's, because it's also a very international thing, right? Right, right. And, like, in international markets, those things go off-road. They live off-road. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's meant to be, like, the last one you buy. So let's talk about, let's talk about, the, let's, come, let's circle back to the interior. The white accents. To me, so they're not white on everyone. Just white on this one because the body color was mm-hmm. white. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of more different. Okay. So... There's, like, the bare metal accents on, like, the doors and stuff. That Which is I just like. body color on everything. Yeah. And then there's, like, the white plastic accents on, yep. like, the steering wheel and the dash and stuff. Exactly. Which I did not love. That, okay. I get that it was part of the appearance I'm with thing. Yeah. Like, they are normally gray or black. So why, why there's a choice between white, gray, or black. I think they're white because oh. of this appearance package. So is this a special package like the, like the one Imran yeah. had a couple weeks ago? Sort of. This one is it's not functional at all. Like the outbound yeah. Imran hand had some like mechanically different function to it. Slightly. Plus it didn't have the third row because it, that's supposed to be, be like the yes, biggest Yes, it didn't have the third inside. row and it had like panels instead of windows for, yeah. the, for the back. Yeah, yeah. Right. This one is just strictly a graphics package. I can't find it on Land Rover's Canadian website. Like I couldn't build this truck. Canadian? I, I know. I said that wrong. Um... <laughs> But, like, on the six-cylinder ones, I could find it. So it's just a $900 package. It's okay. just the county graphics and, like, illuminated boards So and you stuff. could get rid of this? You could, easily, Problem. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. It's, so it's actually, it's, it's weird. I was super disappointing. So in building this thing, because this is how we research cars, we just build them on the company website. Yeah. Um, if you want a V8 Defender, it is either black or gray. That's it. 
but somehow you got a white <laughs> one. But yeah, this one is in <laughs> Fuji white. Okay. Yeah. So maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just a like I don't a know. Code or something? Problem. I don't know. Either way, the thing like it, like so white with like the blue roof and the blue tailgate. I thought it looked, I thought it looked great. really nice. Yeah. 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 It was a nice contrast. Yeah, I thought the thing looked great. It's rust exhaust tips. They're uh, they're bare steel. It's a very raw, shabby chic style <laughs> material. Or it's just uh, rust immediately. It's it's industrial. <laughs> <laughs> but I think other than that, like it felt really quality. Like when you were inside, it was yeah. like wow, this is really nice. That's the one thing that that like really surprised me about like past uh, defenders that have that we've crossed paths crossed paths with. Fuck, words are hard. Um, they're gen they're genuinely functional and nice inside. Yeah. And also, like I think we've I don't know if we like we definitely touched about this on a other podcast where it's like. There's other things that feel luxurious about it that are not just features. It's like even the drivetrain and the way it delivers power, yeah. all del- of those it, things. Yeah, it, it drives and feels like Ooh, a nice product. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it felt like someone has gone to the trouble of like refining all of those things yeah. and yeah. making it, you know, spending the R&D money not just on features but on actual yeah, experience. Yeah, execution, like the fine exactly, details. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it, that's why like I felt... Yeah, that Defender V8. We'll circle V8. back around to that execution fine point later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but the Defender V8, like, honestly was pretty impressive yeah i have genuinely zero complaints about the thing and i have a newfound respect for that jaguar v8 motor it's such a good motor because i well i wrote about this in my in my uh fapache svr review where it was kind of like i am so sad that i have written off this engine for years i was like jaguar can't make a v8 like what do they what do they know and now i'm like oh my god i'm such an idiot because like that thing the way it sounded and the way it delivered power was just like sheer like british Theater. theater yeah it's just like so much character right hey, you want to see something yeah. cool oh my god yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's appreciably different than the way the f-type uh delivers its v8 fury too yeah. mm. they're definitely like different in, as far as tuning goes and we talked about this but like the the, the defender v8 was very low-end torque and it yeah. felt like an off-roader yeah while at the same time feeling luxurious versus the f-pace was kind of just like a slap in the face like kabam we're gonna go yeah and versus the f-type which is a punch in the face yeah, yeah exactly multiple punches in the face yeah. actually and the f-type has like that it's got a different exhaust on stuff too like they've done a really good job with like yeah. kind of using that motor oh, sorry using the engine and and, and like tweaking and, like, it to fit the character exactly, of, like, of the yeah, vehicle exactly, perfectly like, yeah really like bringing it into its own in each yeah application which yeah. is really awesome and like like in the defender like in the defender application they did a great job of like tuning it so it's a persistent background vocal yes. like it's never gone you paid extra for the VA we're going to remind you of it at every opportunity mm-hmm. we yeah, can exactly. all of the time but it's not annoying yeah. but it's not annoying no. because it's not it's not loud it's not obnoxious it's not droning it's just a persistent deep background vocal all of the time yeah and I it, like it. it almost makes the thing seem quieter than it is because you have that there so it kind of hides how low the noise floor maybe isn't right. so like it doesn't it, it seems quieter than it is because that's always there, right? Something that's like that much of a brick shouldn't be this quiet, but it seems silent. I think yeah. because of that. I think I'm not 100. I might sure. be onto something. I, I felt that it was refined. Like yeah. when you're driving around, it was like this thing is pure class. Yeah, it does everything well. It looks great. It's not obnoxious. It's not overstyled. It's not like too tough hardcore. It's not too shouty. Yeah, yeah. but like, it had like some of the old like the old Land Rover touches, like the uh, like the diamond plate on like the hood and stuff and, and, and you know like which I personally don't love but whatever that's the thing. Like, stuff like thing, that yeah. could go like right or wrong but like it was like small accents of it where it's like okay if you didn't love it mm-hmm. small little touch and if you did like it look, yeah. I, I liked it because like you know you see it a lot on old Land Rovers and Range Rovers so it's like okay like this is kind of cool yeah like I genuinely don't understand why this thing is half as much as a G-Wagon it's not half as much car though no it's, the G-Wagon, it's, it's the same but the G-Wagon is just 
like it's, it's, it's a like boutique a fashion thing, item. Right? Yeah, it's just become like like it's a rolling accessory. Gucci handbag. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that's why. Mm. Like, if they weren't that expensive, they wouldn't be able to achieve that kind of. Yeah, it's it's part of it. Like, we make it expensive. People will come because it's expensive. That's sort exactly of thing. it. Yeah. yeah. Versus Defender is just cool. Yeah, that's the thing. Because I like I like G wagons. I just yeah. don't love new ones and where they've gone. Taken it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're way too expensive for their own good. Especially, they're they're way too oh, expensive yeah. for for their own good. Especially considering what you get, yeah, out of the yeah. Defender lineup and as a whole. That's the thing, and like the G wagon is still in a lot of ways very militaryish. Like it still has the, like the tiny doors, yeah, that are like really hard to open and get in and out of. But they have that like that very distinct slam shut noise that you're paying it's extra like, for. Click, but yeah. I don't know that like the trophy wife that's bonding around on this thing cares about that. No, people like us love it, but it's like. Yeah, to them it, it's just like a big cool SUV, which like the Defender V8 also. It makes like a million times more sense. Yeah, it, it's an interesting thing about that is like I feel like it's one of the few vehicles that like my dad and like fictional twenty five to thirty four year old basic white girl who works at Starbucks <laughs> would both like it, would both want it for different reasons, would both know it's cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? Does that make yeah. sense? Because like. To my dad, it's like, yeah, it's neat. It's a truck. It sounds good. It's it's practical. I and can, it does truck things. And it does truck things, and it looks good. And it's got, like, the classic style and charm that he likes. Yeah. And to someone younger, it's just fucking neat. Yeah, because it's... Because, like, off-roady, trucky, tough SUVs like the Wrangler, like the Bronco, like the G-Wagon are fucking super in right now. Big that's box on thing, wheels, like, has off-roady tires. Yeah. Absolutely. It is cool. You don't need to know about cars to know that this thing is fucking sick. Yeah. Like, the Defender <clears throat> just reminds me... I know, I, this might sound rude, but it's like, the Defender reminds me of a really nice Wrangler. Like... Yeah, I get you, what you mean. You can also get in essence, it's like the Defender is like what a Wrangler would be if it was a luxurious vehicle. Coincidentally, yeah. you can also get a very nice Wrangler that's also very expensive and that also has an eight cylinder engine for similar ish money. Like a Wrangler three like a Wrangler three ninety two conceivably is over a hundred grand. Yeah, but like they're not even from the same planet. Like that's the, the Defender drives a million and times. The Defender better. just feels it's in a different class. You're absolutely yeah. right. Like it's you get in it and it's just like it, it feels like a luxury yeah. car it's just like I guess like the Defender's not batting down but like the Defender is in this class mm-hmm. and then the Wrangler's trying to bat up to it and it's just yeah. missing the like mark. you can put leather on it you can put a big system in it you can do this and that and like all these features but it's just not the same it's not trying to do the same thing the Wrangler's meant to be like throw me off a cliff tough road off road thing first how much was that blue one you had like last year or a couple years ago last the, year I think I, I didn't have a Wrangler the blue one. I've never had a Wrangler. Oh no, John had it. John had a, John had the three ninety two. I shot it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't recall. I want to say like nineties. It drank gas like crazy. Yeah, that so some appreciable <laughs> price difference too between like. Yeah, because they're in different versus classes. Like like, like a, a, a pretty loaded e Wrangler. Like a loaded Wrangler would be like in around the same vein as like a lower spec Defender, price wise. Yeah, I think the Defender. Like, sorry, it, what I meant. What I meant by like them kind of reminded me of the same thing. It's like the Defender. Uh, the way that the Defender looks kind of looks like a nice Wrangler, but then when you get in it, you're like, oh, yeah. never mind. This is this yeah. is quite like, like, a, like a nice Bronco. Yeah, like, sorry. Like, just yeah. Like, like the retro tough style. That's exactly it. Yeah. But the Defender pulls it off really well mm-hmm. versus like because it, it gives you like the nice the nice things that you want today with the old school off road toughness that you you think that you want, but you you know <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's like and it hides it behind amazing execution and polish. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. But, because you're saying, okay. Okay, what? Features. Yeah. 
and throwing more stuff in there to make things feel luxurious mm -hmm. reminds me of your press card this week. Yes. Nice segue. Um, yeah, so this week I am driving an Infiniti QX60. I see it. I don't know. Guys, help me out. I see a ton of these on the road. Like a ton, ton, ton of these on the road. Maybe they were just so... Like new ones. They're so... What's the word? Like, I I got my blinders on. Not even, like... Ubiquitous? Yeah, like, they're just, like... like, like they blend into, like, the, the landscape. Like, I I, I've never seen one of these things. Well, well, the unofficial term is GTA effect. Big... big uh, Because once you keep... Once you, you see, see one, one, you start noticing all of them, yeah. But I've never, I've never noticed one of these things in the wild. I, I had one last year, and I started noticing them after that. Like, oh, is that another? Like, wow, that's another brand new... And, like, brand new ones. Not just, like, they've been around. These Maybe are legacy cars. Uh -huh. But regardless, I feel... Okay, so here's the thing. We yeah. all think that this QS60 is... It's a nice enough Nissan product. I like it. I think it is the best thing Nissan makes right now. And I very much agree with you. Oh, really? No, no. That... See, yeah. that point, yeah. I very much agree. Like, okay. It, is, it drives really well. It drives really well. Yeah. And that was a big thing. It's yeah. like, for a long time, like... Or, what was... John had the... I think it was a sedan or a small crossover that had the electric steering Infiniti... Oh, the Q50? Yeah, so we had the... So Ben had the Q50 last year. Right. Uh, John had the QX55. The red one. A couple of years ago. And then Imran had a similar QX55, like, last year as well. Right, so when John had his, um, we were both in the office together, and I drove his, and I thought that it was one of the worst things I've ever driven. Yeah. Because the steering felt almost like... It, like, numb doesn't even get close to what it felt like. It, it honestly just didn't feel like it was doing anything. Like, yeah, yeah, like, I, like I, art, artificial and, like, weirdly calibrated. Like, you can have, like, totally numb steering, but it's still, like, well, the motions make sense. Right, and this was not that. Like, it just felt like... felt like a sim or something. Like, I don't know. It was it was strange. Hmm. I really got that feeling out of the Mach-E, but I digress. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's not tear into that thing again. <laughs> um, yeah, the QS60, actually, like, the steering felt... It felt nice, and, like... The engine did engine things. It, it yeah. didn't make like a, a, you know, an annoying grumbly. It, it doesn't drone because like it's no. a V six. It's a real honest to god V six. It is the oldest V six you can with, buy right now. I think yeah. with a real honest to god automatic automatic transmission, transmission the, the new yeah, nine speed's not bad. Like it's 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 pretty it, solid. It's a good powertrain combo. It's a good powertrain combo. It's a good chassis. It rides well. It drives well. I think it looks great in and out. Like yeah, like it's it's it hits all the points and it hits them very well. And I think that, okay, so that's, but, that's the trouble. I'm going to let you circle it back around. Because it's like, you got all these really nice things in it, like quilted leather, it's got nav, and it's got all these things, but it's expensive. Mm -hmm. It's expensive, and like, as, as you were mentioning, like the finer execution, I sort of disagree on this, but like the so I was finer driving it attention today, to detail isn't quite there. And it was snowy and slushy out, and honestly, I felt like the snow and slush was getting somewhere that I can hear it reverberating through the cabin on the passenger side. Like, I was like, what is that? What is that? I was hearing that a lot, too. And, like, maybe it's just missing some sound ending or something. It's But it's one of those things. It's like, it's a uh, a refinement. Like, it, it didn't feel like it was refined. Right? Mm -hmm. it, it felt like someone had forgotten about, oh, yeah, well. Oh, oh it's sure. an older platform. It probably just doesn't have that acoustic paneling. Right. And there's other things, like the, the steering wheel felt oddly squishy on one side and then hard on the other side like i don't know small things like that but small things add up when the car costs because this thing costs 72 grand it was like 71 geez. and change something like, like that 72 grand is a lot of money for a lot of people yeah. yeah and this is the thing like last year so i had this around the same time last year and like 
same as this year. I like it. It drives well. It looks great. Da, 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 da. And I thought, I think the one I had last year was like 68, I want to say, high 60s. Which um, makes a little bit more sense. And I remember, well, it, everything's just ridiculous money now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember thinking, like, okay, this is fine. Like, this is a nice vehicle. This makes sense to me. Like, a comparably spec'd BMW would be like 30, 40 more. Like, yep. Not to say that you wouldn't get more car out of it, but it's a lot more. Absolutely. Um, and then I got the CX90. Which was sixty five grand, Game and then yeah. late last year I had a Grand Highlander, which was sixty eight grand, and both of those were fucking excellent. Which we will circle back around to later in the podcast. That's the Absolutely. thing because I, I think like <clears throat> both of those vehicles, not you know, not to not to crap on the the QX sixty, but like both of those vehicles feel refined first. Like they feel like good cars first, and the features come second. Mm-hmm. Like this, and so this lot, feels like core engineering. Hey, we forgot about. We forgot about the sound ending, but he here's uh here's some quilted leather leather that we found, and maybe I'll make you forget it. And for a lot of people, it probably will. Yeah. But like, yeah, if, I don't like know. if you're not bouncing around, driving everything, and like taking notes about fine details, like we are, it's just it's, it feels nice in a vacuum. It looks if nice. You feels had nice. Walked into an Infinity dealership, you'd be like, wow, nicely done. Yeah. It but, is an improvement over the QX60 that I'm trading in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But looking at it in. The grander scheme, you know, with the Grand Highlander and the QX90, it's like, mm, yeah, maybe some work has to be done here. Yeah, or just bring the price down a bit. And I'm willing to bet there probably are like manufacturer rebates or whatever on these things. Like, there's got to be something mm-hmm. that's moving them because they are moving a good chunk of them. I've seen a lot more of these than CX90s, which is surprising. Mm-hmm. I really like the, I don't know, the QX90. I, I like quite a bit. Yeah, C- CX90. CX90. You've CX90 yeah. yeah, stop it. My bad. Learn the words. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, CX90 is great, drives great, super, like, and the thing is, there's a lot of expensive under-the-skin shit in that thing, yeah. like the new trans, like the double wishbone, like the engine, like, there's a lot of expensive shit in that thing that they are probably eating. So maybe just, we'll take them some time to get it back up to the quality standard, is yeah. that what you're kind of getting at? No, I mean, like, for, for the 68 or whatever it was that the CX90 was, like, you're getting a lot of, like, very expensive R&D, like, very expensive yeah. background yeah, yeah, yeah. R&D that the QX60 doesn't have. Like, that, they, don't tell me the tooling's not paid off on that motor. Oh, I get what you're getting at. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so they could th- bring the price down. There is room they could come down. You think? I feel like. Yeah. I'm sure there's more going on behind the scenes. Um, but, like, I, also, they're moving them, so maybe they don't have to. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's a nice vehicle. I think it does everything well. Just compared to how stiff the competition has become, with with specifically yeah. with the CX ninety, which looks and drives amazing, and the Grand Highlander, which like is an amazing, just big tanky family mm-hmm. hauler. Like yep. it's dynamically kind of falls flat on its face, but like for just putzing around town, it's probably one of the best vehicles you can buy. Yeah, but and yeah. they both like have excellent quality materials. They're very well thought out. Yeah. They're easy to use. But the finer details in the QX60 are not there. Like even like the multimedia controller feels extremely cheap. Like it it doesn't roll easily. It it gets like yeah. I don't know. It just feels so uh, like you're so close and you missed it. It's not exactly. Yeah. It it it's it's kind of a complaint that sort of translates to, through to the rest of Infinity's lineup as well. It's it it's not exclusive. This, like this isn't exclusive to the QX60. We've said no, yeah. much of the same things, yeah. and we have yeah. the same complaints about like other Infinity products as well. Yeah, I think like their infotainment, like it works well. Like the interface is easy to use. I don't mind the multimedia controller. Like, it's but the resolution fine. on the screen is not great. Like, it just feels like it's one it, step. Yeah, it's well. The thing is, it's it, it is one step behind, but it was three steps behind. 
Like, mm-hmm. this is an yeah, improvement. It's definitely an improvement. Yeah. I, no, I get it. I get what you're saying. Absolutely. There's just, like, little things like, you know, like, so they have a new wider screen now where you can have, like, a, a configurable second screen. Yep. But you have to go to a separate menu to configure what that screen displays as opposed to just swiping on that screen. Some little fine detail yeah. stuff. And it can't do nav. What? That little screen can't do nav. Can't do nav. Which is something I always mm-hmm. want. I want media on the big screen. I want nav on the little screen. Always. And I can't do it. Hmm. Just just little shit like that. Can that you I, flip it? Like, have... You can have nav. You can have mm, the second, the, like the second half of the screen isn't functional. So I can have media on the little side of the screen, but I can't do anything with it. Oh. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I would, just, I would want to have the small map up just to see like what streets are around. Exactly. Just, just little detail stuff. Like overall, it's good. It's very good. I like it. It's just small stuff. Just need a little polishing. Let's hope they fix it up because I think it could be a good contender if they do. Yeah. But yeah. It, it needs a little, a little extra, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and as much as I like, as as much as I've crapped on the CX ninety for its somewhat <laughs> awkward transmission tuning, <laughs> I'm still gonna die on that hill, but not on today's episode. Um, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just the QX. It 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 really is that much. It just punches in much higher above its weight, yeah. especially compared to stuff stuff like not just the QX60, but like even the Acura MDX as well. Yeah. Because the MDX is getting up there in age, too. Yeah. And it's, I think the MDX still feels a lot better. Uh, maybe I don't just know, to me. man. I kind of personally what? despise the dashboard center, center stack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Things. That like, needs help. It. But like I like the way the MDX drives, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it, well, it's a Honda that drives. That drives great. Yeah. I shouldn't undermine that. Acura's actually have a lot of American engineering in them from their Ohio team. Like they're, they're meaningfully different. Right. But they're good. They're very good. They drive great. That's the Honda Pilot, on that note, drives great, and also is one of the few in the segment that still has like a nice V6 in it. Yep. And I, but it's not as like outwardly showy as the QX60. Yeah. So maybe it's just a different market. I think if they brought the QX60 down, ten. 10 would make mm. it incredible value mm-hmm. but even less than that like to make it competitive like they would have a real real nice product on their hands it's just like at the current 72,000 Canadian mm-hmm. that's you tall you lose me completely that's tall. and that's the problem is that like the CX-90 and the Grand Handler are punching way above their weight they yeah. feel like they're way more than the 70-ish that they asked for whereas the Infinity coming in right around that mark like yeah this is price competitive it's not competitive anymore yeah exactly what's a, what's a base XC-90 go for base or like mid Spec. I haven't the faintest. I want to say seventy-eight. Huh. This is just a gut feeling. I could be wrong. You boys talk. I'll look this up. Seventy-eight. <clears throat> yeah. For QX ninety? No, no, no. For an XC ninety. XC ninety. Sorry, our producer off mic is gesturing at us. What do we got? Oh, he's working on. Okay, it. he's still working on it. <laughs> God damn it! He's Tim. an extremely short attention span. Attention span. Um. <laughs> We have a gas leak in here today. None of us can talk. <laughs> we haven't done this for like what nine weeks. I haven't used my mouth like that in Boy. a while. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! No, but QX QX sixty. So it's QX sixty CX ninety and XC ninety. Okay, but you can Do see that's a little names? confusing. I don't know. Maybe it's to me. I'm sorry. Just get a suburban. It has a name. Yeah, seventy four. Hang on. Give me a second. Give me this. An XC90 Seventy-five grand for a base grand. for a base XC90. That's not bad. That's actually really good. I really like that thing. That's a present good. I really like that thing. That was my favorite SUV last year. I love that thing. 
Reliability is questionable, though. Yeah. So is everything. You know what? You're fair. Yeah. Uh, 74. So, sorry. 75. We know each other. Okay. Yeah. I really so, like that. I would definitely have an XC90 over a QX60. I'm looking at it. Right? So, I make sure I say it right. QX60. QX60. I would much rather have the XC90, personally. Mm-hmm. If you're Agreed. kind of in the same... I would like to take this opportunity to shit on Johan Denison for fucking up Infinity's naming scheme on this, and then moving to Cadillac and fucking up their naming scheme with the same alphanumeric <laughs> structuring bullshit. Yeah, why? Why? Stop! I, I could only assume because he's a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Is you personally calling someone out? They're like, just like... It's probably you. not a bad guy. He's just he's done this dumb naming thing at Twice. two companies now. Like he he moves in, breaks the names, and then rolls out. I just I got no time for it. <laughs> Is he still with Cadillac? I think so. But Cadillac does the whole P. But, yeah, and now they do. The and now they do Newton the number thing. thing. So like you Why? can get like Which makes even less sense because we don't do Newton meters in fucking that, North America. That's the thing, right? So and it's, it's like, a Cadillac. Yeah. So they <laughs> change it from like Cadillac, which had like one of the last companies in the business with like names, Less cool names, names and yeah. now it's CT4, CT5, CT6, and the CT6 was cool, so they canned it. And then <laughs> and was like the XT6 350, 450, 500, 550T. Like get out of here. I Maybe hate it's because it. they thought it'd make them look more European. Because, like, you know, BMW. Yeah, but if someone wants <clears throat> some more European, they're just going to buy some more European. No, I get you. Whereas, like, if they're going to be a Cadillac, I want a DeVille, damn it. Like, yeah, that, yeah, DeVille. DeVille, that's yeah. a nasty name. Like, yeah. What's he got? He's got a DeVille. DeVille 600. Or an Escalade. Like, that's cool. Yeah, what's the engine in DeVille? Is it an L422? No, it's a North Star. Badass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's the engine in the CT6? The Blackwing. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's cool. Was it called the Blackwing? No, that had a different name, didn't it? No, had, you, for a very, very, very small window, you could get the CT6 Blackwing. Yeah, but what was that engine heartbeat. called? Was it called the Blackwing engine? Just the black. I'm drawing. No, I'm drawing. I'm drawing. I'm drawing <laughs> the wing was on the back now. of the car. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe like well, it's even like Ford, like Coyote for their engines. That's the thing. Like that's cool. That's, that's badass. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? Oh, fucking Coyote. Got a coy- well, because they picked up all that marketing shtick from Mopar with the Hemis. That thing got a Hemi? Holy shit, oh, that yeah, sold a boy. pile of motors just on a commercial alone. It's got a Hellcat engine in it. Like, yeah. that's kick-ass. Hurricane. Yeah, like, that's cool. It's a pretty cool name for a boosted V6. Hurricane. It's a straight six. Isn't it straight six? It's, it's a straight boosted. six. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did say boosted. He didn't say did. V6, did he? It's like every bad BMW ad ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, 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 we can't work today, so obviously I said V6 and a straight six. I think there's an actual gas leak. Probably get that checked out in the office. That's fine. Uh, speaking Makes of actual funnier. gas leak in V6s, Nicholas, tell us about the <laughs> truck you had last week. Uh, so last week, um, I had the... I'm proud of that one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, that's that's good. good. Two for two. Um, <laughs> so, so we had the Toyota Tundra TRD Pro. I didn't see it, week, Turk personally. Pro? Turk Pro. You had to point out to me that there was actually a lot of camo on it, on the fender liners and on the seats. I just thought the yes. thing was missing fender liners yeah. and chairs. <laughs> I thought it was just a collection of body panels. It just kind of, it just kind of blended right in. Um, so, I need a refresher. Hybrid generally means good fuel economy, right? Mm-hmm. Generally. Generally. <laughs> that was not my experience with this, with this Tundra. I, Best I could do. Best I could do, swear to God. I uh, parked it back at back at Toyota HQ, end of my week, 15.7 liter, liters per 100K. Is that good for a truck, though? It's Hang on, but it's it not even that. Boosted 4 or it's boosted, a boosted 6? 6? Boosted V6, uh, hybrid assist. Did it feel fast? 
Not really. They, they, feel, feel they feel pretty quick. They move along uh, pretty good. I had a capstone last year, and like that thing boogies good. I don't know. Actually, no, I F-150 drove your truck. It was not that fast. It, it wasn't quick. Uh, the F-150 Power Boost. That, uh, hi, that power hybrid blast. power... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. What the damn it? Talk about cool names, man. <laughs> power Boost is a cool name. Um, see, I can... I kept comparing it to the F one fifty power boost, which is actually good on gas. When I had it last year, uh, I averaged eleven point eight liters. Per Don't you have it last but, year? But that's, that's, that's sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. Late winter, actually. Also, same same. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Is that the two point uh, seven or the three five? Three five. Really? Yes. So that was similar setup, quick. except one of them is hybrid, one of them is not. But they're both hybrid. Oh, so, so, so same yeah. setup. So, so yeah, on, on the higher level Tundras, like mm-hmm. they all get the 3.5 twin turbo six now. The yep. higher ones get the iForce Max. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. I which is like saying. the hybrid assistance. Okay. Which is very similar to Honda's old system where it's like it's on, it's built to the transmission kind of thing. I thought iForce was like their name for their V8s. iForce is the name of the V8, Max is the hybrid. Yeah. So that's why like the, the Grand Highlander I had was the something something. Hybrid Max. Max. Hybrid Max yeah. because it had that. What, are they naming iPhones out of here? I honestly <laughs> don't know heck? anymore. This shit is all over the place. Holy confused shit. names. An okay. iForce. Okay, that's a shit name. Well, what do you got in there? Oh, I got an iForce. Well, uh, intelligent <laughs> Force Max. Oh, I got like, what do you got in there? I got a... <laughs> <laughs> I like fell you... into the truck because I couldn't find the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's shit on gas, which is kind yeah. of a regular time okay. thing. Hang on. It's not I, that quick I, I want to come into defense of this thing. So... Okay. Well, hang on. Okay. There's there's a few things at play here. Number one, the Tundra is fucking enormous, and they've positioned it as kind of like between a half ton, three quarter ton. Like it's it's not quite a twenty five hundred. It's not quite a fifteen hundred. It's sort of in between. Uh, to me, and it feels like a fifteen hundred. Fucking gigantic. Yeah, it feels like a. It feels like a fifteen hundred. Yeah, to me. I'm, it feels I'm like a F one fifty fifteen hundred Ram. Like it feels the same yeah. as that to me. The Titan. Yeah. Which is now discontinued. Yeah. Was an in between. In between. And I feel like the Tundra is kind of doing that thing. Mm, I, I don't get that sense. Yeah, mm. almost so rushed. It still feels, still feels like. On okay, the inside, whatever. it feels like it. I don't know, man. That thing is fuck normous. But on the inside, it's not that. Fuck inside normous. also feels fuck normous. And the bed is not fuck. It normous. does. So the Tundra does feel fuck normous inside, but so does an F one fifty. I think the Tundra feels fuck normous, sir. Really stretching the made up words here. I think it's fuck normous, sir. No, but I think the 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 center console is huge. Which is like Sorry, a regular truck thing. What? Huge. Okay. Like, huge. <laughs> you mean fuck normous? Yeah. No, no, no. We're Everything that. on that truck is fuck normous. I don't think so. Everything. Except the engine. <sighs> Maybe you're right. I don't know. You know about these things better than I do. Well, I had one last year and I actually really liked it. Like, I really liked it. Yeah. And it's like, a nice truck, I but really liked... have Tundras ever been good on gas? Not really. Never been great. No. Um, Tacomas aren't either. Like, it's kind of just a Toyota thing. I really like... So... Ostensibly, this re- this replaces the iForce V8 uh, from previous years, and I really like th- how Toyota actually tuned it quite well to sound like a V8. Yeah, they did a really good job with that. It still sounds like husky and chunky. Absolutely, and, yeah. I didn't, actually had no idea what engine was in yeah. it until yeah. just now. I, I, I thought like, it was a V8 yeah, motor. I think it feels powerful. It feels strong. It feels fast. Like I was impressed with the powertrain. I got fourteen five in mine. Granted, you are on big Kanabi off road yes. tires. I was not. Yes, but when you had the capstone, the the, uh, the capstone last year, yeah. how much highway did you do? Not a ton. Less than you. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So, on one highway run, all highway, picking up from Toyota, drive, and uh, driving back to my place 
like about 100 kilometers away, all highway. Low set dip down on that all highway run, 14.8. Yeah, I I I, th- I don't think we're like wow. accounting for like the enormous rolling resistance of those tires. It yeah. really like I so I got mine down to like 11, 12, no sweat. In the city, I was doing like 15, 16. So let me ask you something. But these tires come as fa- like as a factory option because it's a TRD. It, yeah, because it's the TRD Pro, Pro off road. Yeah. Right. So, so it, it shouldn't matter whether tires are. Yeah, and it's lifted and beefy suspension. Like there's absolutely. a lot of stuff working against it. But if you were to go out and buy one of these, this is what you can expect in the real world. Real world. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if you were to take any other truck and lift it and put like 35s on it, it would. Doesn't have 35s on it. Not 35s, but you know what I mean, though, right? You put chunky off road tires on anything, yeah. and all of a sudden it, I get it. it, it I get it. comes yeah. at a huge price. I get you. But um, the fact that he had, you know, a, appreciable, what was it, 11.8 versus like. Yeah, 11.8 out of the F150 Power Boost in similar kind of cold, but not quite winter yeah. conditions. Uh, also, on. It did have winter tires, but. Yeah, but they weren't. No big off Big Kanabi tires. Yeah, but they're also yeah. 20 yeah. big. Uh, big ass. But is that like a four and a half or five liter per hundred difference? Like I don't know if it is. And this, when did this yeah. Tundra come out? Last two years ago. Last year, two years ago. Last year, two years ago. Like it's pretty fresh. It's it's very fresh. It's still newish. I don't know if it's. I don't know if that makes sense. Like. Ah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The fuel coming wasn't wasn't really what I was expecting. Uh, even the bed wasn't as practical as I thought. How'd you feel about the truckness of it, though? Because I felt like it drove like a truck, but it hit it most of the time pretty well. Except for, like when you hit like certain bumps and you could feel like the yeah that platform. It rode well. it, it's weird. It's in it, some it rode, applications it, those pl- platform rides like a bag of smashed assholes, and and sometimes it's actually really good. So the Tierney yeah. Pro, yeah. Uh, so, sorry, the Tierney Sport that mm-hmm. uh, Arthur had was it like two winters ago? Yeah, like they shut like thing crazy. Rode, like, Ass. I yeah. remember we hit a bump and it would just keep on bumping. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they sh- and they shudder like through the chassis really bad too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whereas like the capstone I had, mine was on rear air, so like gone. That was nice. Yeah. And like you're on lux, like it is pretty lux, but he's not on lux. He's just on like well, bigger shocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And big tires. tires. That's still, that's still, still. But the shocks help, right? Like the da- the damping is different. Like they did. Yeah, it, it rides okay, but it still kind of felt like a truck. You still got. You still had a right. very, very slight judderiness. Like I thought yeah. it was like I thought it was like and right to a point. That's fine in the middle. Yeah, yeah. But like being that it was like lifted up, like it was pretty tall off the gr- like yeah, pretty high off the ground. So so part of the TRD Pro package, you don't get running boards. It's kind of difficult so to get in and out. It's of. very difficult to get in and out. And of. I don't want to sound like a bitch, but like I was like. This this thing kind of sucks. Well, yeah, to get in and out of and to live with that would be well, in a yeah, way. Guys, you got to reach up and like yeet yourself into it. Yeah, no, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But like, I think. What like, if your lady try to get into it? It would be annoying. She would probably complain. She probably wouldn't buy she one did. of those. She'd buy a different spec. But you bought one, and she has to get in it. Well, she likes a big truck. She likes a man in a big truck. I don't know. Uh, this is like I, it's, it's a niche <laughs> because it's so off roady. It is a niche thing, right? It's built to do that. Does it off road well? I didn't take it off roading. Oh. <laughs> but like it's it's meant to be that cable and it broadcasts it, right? Like it looks like it's got like the um, the LED running bar lights or whatever, yeah. like under the badging. It has the old school Toyota badging. It has Do you camo it? fender liners. It's orange. It's lifted. Like it this it is like it, it is badass. And it liners? looks cool. Camo fender liners. Yeah, like digital camo. Yeah. It, it is badass cool. and looks badass. And that's what this is for. This is for like the truck bro truck. Okay. That's you what notice this the is. TRD logos in the orange uh, marker lights? 
I missed that. Oh, That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so outside of fuel cool. economy, what did you think of this thing to live with? Like, live with, drive around. Did you feel like a badass? Could you feel your vast deference swelling? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I did ask that on air. The, the ride height is certainly there. You do yeah. get the sense of lording over literally everyone else on the road, including other half-ton trucks as yeah. well. Um, as Rush pointed out, though, the lack of the 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 lack of running boards plus the jacked-up suspension did make ingress and egress difficult. Mm. Oh yeah, you got you got a wife. Yeah, she hated getting into that thing. <laughs> okay, there you go. Actually, yeah, like, she hated it. Yeah. See, that's annoying because like and she's for not me, tall either. She's like like five foot six. Yeah, like getting into trucks is fun. Like yeah, I, so I just, like so she'd just be falling out of it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. eating myself into a truck. Even I fell mm-hmm. out of it a few times. Like my driveway was slipping on, and I like like almost broke my neck. Like like getting out of it every night. It's a shame. Okay, not that clumsy. Not that clumsy, but you know. I don't know. Being um, manlier. Yeah, no. Uh, Ben's also not that practical either because like Ford has the. Tailgate step. It doesn't have any bad gimmicks. Yeah, it doesn't have like the GMC split thing. It doesn't have the step. It doesn't have like any of the gimmicky stuff. Yeah, but like just the tailgate. It has a little power folding thing on the corner, I think. But men don't like those things. Only, uh, only power lowering. Mm -hmm. Power lowering. No, steps. Yeah, in the on the rear driver corner, there's like a little step that comes out of the corner if you like do something with your foot. I think I can't remember what exactly the trick was. There is a little power step, or at least there was on mine. I don't know if the TRD Pro has it. I don't think oh, so, because the TRD Pro, um, that being the off-roady one, mm-hmm. you want the most ground clearance. So it makes sense that you don't have that running boards that, yeah. and those tailgate steps and whatnot. Then but just, just climb up on the tire, be a man. Yeah, but like, well, that's what I had to do. But obviously, you know, I, I kind of, I don't want to admit that, I don't want to admit that I'm a softie, but I kind of did miss the built-in step that the F-150s have in the tailgate. Yeah, I mean, stuff like that's actually pretty nice. A real working man doesn't have time to lower that shit every actually, time. He's got to get some. <laughs> that being said, like, I know. The little bitch step on, like, the F-150, Boy. I did not, like, I, I think that's the stupidest idea ever. Because really? you got to, like, take it out and then take the little cane out and, like, you know, hold on to this little handrail. Like, I think it's, like, it's really gimmicky. Versus, like, the half tailgate thing on, like, the GMC kind of makes more sense. Makes more sense, but then, like, every time you open the tailgate... I, I don't half know, for me, it's always down. been, like, wait, which button is it? Okay, it's this one, then this one, then it goes down. Okay, and that, like also works and then there's the the last step and like the return on that i find is always kind of shit like sometimes easy sometimes it's not like so maybe so like, on so, something so simplify it. just to skip all that shit yeah let's just get rid of all this junk and then make it for men yeah maybe that's so this off-road truck for men is made for men yeah i guess so by men for men who are manly and that's Probably why nick didn't like it oh Whoa! that was a long wind up for that <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what are you driving this week? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Nick and small you know things, what, Rush? what do you have this week? You're not invited to this podcast anymore. You can, you can, you can leave. You tell me you every single leave. time I'm on this podcast, I'm not invited anymore. And then every Tuesday when it rolls around, uh, uh, you want podcast? Uh, Imran, Imran, Imran can't Imran make it. The, uh, the actual brown guy job. we want on the, on the podcast can't make it. Imran can, has can a day job. This guy spent 90 seconds winding up a joke. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I respect the dedication, but, but uh, with all due respect, fuck you. <laughs> Um, you know what? I uh, okay, I'll take it. Uh, all right, so we also got the XC40 recharge this week. All right, that's about it. What's that color called? Is it is it like kind of robin egg blue but more purple? Do you guys actually care cloud about this thing? Blue. What thing? Cloud blue. Cloud blue. Wait, what? XC40. I think that's. I hate these things so much. Really? Why? I don't know. Is it because it's not for men? Uh, could be. Because it's not manly. Do you like it? 
I'm looking at Nick. Do you I, like it because you can see it because it's not camo? <laughs> I certainly can't argue with the torque. I was like, what, more than 400 pound feet going to all four reels? That's that seems boogie. Yeah, that's everything. That, it, uh, it goes. Yawn. It reminds me a lot of the GV70 electric in that, you know, it starts as a gas crossover mm-hmm. and, you know, they've modified it. They modified it with a high tor- high instant torque mm-hmm. 400 four, 400 plus pound foot yeah. electric motor. Um and, and they're having fun with it in such a small package too. And mm-hmm. that thing just it's quick. Fuck, it's quick. It's quick. Like like some OEMs, 16, like, like, like four and a half seconds. Yeah, like they deliberately like dialed back the response from the electric motors. Volvo has not done this. No. And that's I mean, very your surprising. axles are going to go kablamo. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. sick. I'm not a fan. It's for men. I don't know. I think Blown it looks up axles, ugly. I think, is pretty manly. I think it's ugly. I think no, it's boring. No, it's not. It's Volvo. All Volvos no. look good. What? Yeah. Get the out of here. Six, no, the, dude. No, the 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 exit. The, 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 too much alphabet soup this week. The XC40 Recharge yeah. is a good-looking little crossover it thing. It is. It's handsome. Yeah. That's uh, handsome, I like typical it. Swedish clean design. I think it looks great. Right. Interior is a nice place to sit. Maybe I'm just wrong. I don't know. You probably are You incorrect. are wrong. We, we all have to be, like, just dead-ass incorrect once. Wait, was episode. it here today? Yeah. Dude, it's charging <laughs> outside the office literally right now. Okay. <laughs> I guess I completely <laughs> missed it. Um... I like the interior. The, um, okay, what is the interior like? Because for, okay, for a long time, okay, genuinely... Okay, so, so, so close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Picture a Volvo. Picture a modern Volvo. Just want to specify he's not closing his eyes. Okay, I'm closing my eyes now. Okay. Now picture a modern Volvo. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Minimalist dash. It's got the portrait-oriented uh, touchscreen in the middle running uh, the Materials? new Google OS. How do they feel? Pretty good, actually. Like, Pretty good? It's not, it's not like... It isn't as nice as, let's say, the... Mm, okay, but also, <laughs> but also the the V60 Polestar that Nathan had a few weeks ago, maybe not <laughs> as nice as a QX60. Also, feels a little ni- it feels a little n- nicer inside. But considering this is a subcompact How much uh, is it? crossover, yeah, thanks to Rob. How much is this? That no, let's get into that. Hmm. Um, just over seventy as tested. <laughs> It does many things right until you get to the price. So it's done it all wrong, then, in my opinion. If you can't sell it because it's too expensive, what's the point? Yeah, but it's... Oh! It's quick. Get rid of it. It's ugly. It's too expensive. No, it hits, it hits the marks. Okay. It, it, but Volvo it, does this, right? Like, they build cars. They're quick. All of them are quick. Who cares? All cars are quick nowadays. You can... Any, any idiot with... Okay, but it's not just quick. It drives well. It has like a really, it, does, it has actually, a really nice cabin space that makes a lot of sense. It has like an expensive looking design. Being that it is okay. a Volvo, it looks See, like a very premium product and feels and like a premium product. And it also has appreciably good steering feel too. Yeah, good steering it's feel, good visibility, lots of lots of ca- like usable space. Like, space? Lots, lots, piles. Like Nick I, was going to borrow my QX60 to do things, and then realize that the XC40 has more than enough to do big car things. Absolutely, it really? fit. Yeah, two uh, two two assembled kitchen cabinets in there that I had to return. Uh, plus a bunch of other flat pack furniture. Yeah, it like it's, it's, it's all a Volvo. It's, it's practical. It's well thought out. Like someone sat okay. down and thought about all these of things. It takes very the sensible. Ikea furniture very well. <clears throat> and then there's the other thing of like there are there is a great demand specifically in Canada for some reason Swedish of keep fucking now I lost my train of thought <laughs> you bastard asshole. There's a demand in Canada about you know premium small vehicles. No, no, I get that. Yeah. 
So but, like it'll fit in the condo. It's great for downtown zip around. Like there's a, there's a lot of people that want something that's tiny. That's nice. I was like, yeah. you're talking about like a B class. Yeah. Okay. How much? Right. How much was a B class new? Like, I don't know. Eight hundred million dollars. I think forty. Yeah. <laughs> and this thing's seventy. Yeah. But it's okay, also, you don't have to go for the electric powertrain. You can knock like 10, okay. 15 grand off the price tag. So that's actually what I'm getting at. I, I, maybe I'm, the looks are whatever, the subjective. I think it's, I, I, don't think, I don't think it's ugly. I think it's boring. But maybe that's just me. It's clean. Clean. Yes. Fair. You know, you can call it whatever you want. But how, okay, what's the, the delta between a gas-powered one of these and a electric one? I think like 15. 15? 15, 20-ish. Let me check my like, notes. Like, the gasser starts at... Uh, see, but you're going from 75. 50. Uh, see, $50,000, $50, that thing makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 75, like, that's a the little crazy. The trouble's at 55, now it's just a 2-liter four-banger gas crossover thingy, and I'm not sure how much sense that makes, because all of a sudden it stops being super competitive. It just, it's nice. It so is a nice... what does this thing compete with? You know, no, because... On price? Like a loaded GV CRV RAV4, like you're in that range too. Like loaded hybrid GV70 RAV or JV70. RAV4. RAV4. No, that's what the gasser typically compete with. The mm-hmm. the electric the electric um, like a mid range. So it's like a premium like, like compact a, crossover. Yeah, premium luxury compact crossover thing. Right. On price, probably like a mid range Mach E, uh, the Genesis uh, GV70 electric. Um, What's a GP70 electric cost? About 70? 84. 84? Yeah. Okay. So maybe this, maybe this 70,000 is actually not bad. Uh, GP60 perform? No, not performance. So do you miss out on anything being that it's a converted gas car? Like, does it take away from, like... I think you still get a very small frunk. What's the range on this thing? That's kind of important. Four hundred. What are you getting? Just over four hundred in the winter. I picked it up yesterday with a fifty percent charge, so I can't comment on range yet. Um, so at least the one I had last year, so pricing might be a little adjusted for twenty four. But like they start at forty two, and like my loaded gas tester was fifty seven. See, lower in the forty, lower towards the forty five fifty mark. That's actually pretty good value for this platform as a whole. Yeah. I, 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 I think, think so. they really got it, like, of, of all, like, the compact crossover things, like the CRV, like the RAV4, it is, I think, by far the best looking. They but drive really CR-V well, they have great use crossover? of space. Yeah. So what's a regular crossover now? Uh, the... Uh, I think the HRV or whatever that was, was a compact sub-compact. crossover. That's now subcompact. It's well, an, all it's, the naming of... All this naming and classification yeah. body style is... is Hyundai is, Kia sells is, nine is subcompact bullshit. vehicles. Like, it's redonkulous. All, like, slightly different shades of subcompact. You gotta have, like, a... Well, well Nathan, you, 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 you pointed this out in your Seltos review. Yeah, this, this is where I thought of it. Like, yeah. it's actual... Like the, like, the Seltos is actually roomy. It's actually yeah. practical, and yet it's a... It's, it's a subcompact, classified yeah. as and, that. And I think Kia makes three other subcompacts. That's the thing. I, th- I yeah. feel like the, yeah. the, the whole... The category thing is kind of it's kind lost of on it's me. kind of lost and drunk, but it's roughly it's the same ish so size as, a, as CRV. a CRV. It's kind of like between an HRV and a CRV. I get you, but it it, it has quite a bit of room, but like it's excellent fair. interior, it's room. like usable. Room-y. Yeah. Okay. It's reminiscent of the Honda Fit. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But like a bigulated Honda Fit. A bigulated. A bigulated, sweetified like Honda Fit. Tight. Yeah. See, anyway, all of a sudden, now you're into it. Yeah, you've convinced me. Now it's a bigulated. 
suite of five Honda Fit with 400 foot pounds of torque. So I feel like you do that a lot. You'll come in with a, you'll come in with a terrible idea. I'll be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And then like I, 10 minutes later, I'm like, yo, this is a great idea. <laughs> yeah. But in my defense, I have a lot of terrible ideas. Like like a ton. So I don't blame you on this. Right. But like once in a while, I can like wait. I can turn this around. I could make I could make him look stupid. Now. <laughs> Speaking of making us look stupid, uh, we did our car of the year thing. Some of us disagreed on what these were. I'm sad. What are you sad about? Are you though? Let's get into it. What makes? Oh, okay. So like, let's go through. Let's go through what we awarded. Let's try and do this. Let's try and be organized let's, and yeah, not just bicker absolutely. for another yeah. hour. So Nick's keep, getting his notes keep, out. Keep talking. I'm still getting my notes out. Talk about what? How so, every car so, should be a BMW. Okay. I think let's a structure. Let's do this. Let's run through what they were. Okay. And we can just argue about them. Oh, those photos are very nice. So, crossover of the year for twenty for twenty twenty three is the twenty twenty four Mazda CX ninety. I Which, think we can all agree that I th- think that's a pretty. Decent the only the only thing that contested it was the new Grand Highlander. Honestly, I think that mm, that does a pretty good job. It looks great. Build quality is excellent. Yeah, that's fine. I won't argue with the CX ninety. I think the Grand Highlander does it some things better and I think it does those things that matter more to more people better mm-hmm. like Mazda put a lot of effort into making the CX-90 drive fucking great and I don't think 95% of people who buy it are going to care about how well it rotates Yeah. whereas the Grand Highlander is a boat that drives like a boat and it's a great boat you know what I mean? I think, I think more people care surprised. about it being a boat I think you'd be surprised about how many people think that they care about how a car drives they, th- they think they care and I think that'll be enough to move them and they are selling yeah. them but it's like it's a <clears throat> Like, it's an actual appreciable difference between like what a Grand Highlander drives like and yeah. what the Mazda drives like. Yeah. Like the Mazda is actually quite good. Actually great. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, but I'm kind of with with Nathan on that. I don't think people actually care about they those care, intri- but they think they intricacies. care. That's why like yeah. something yeah. like no, sporty appearance at. packages move and stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. uh, so no fighting on that one. We're all pretty like yeah. we're all pretty much agree. CX90 so. honorable mention to the Grand Highlander. I think we're all yep. pretty much on the same page with with the premium car of the year. What, that went to the seven? Seven? Oh, yeah. seven oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else did we think about? Nothing. S five eighty. Oh, that thing's junk. I wouldn't say junk. No, Actually, I, ca- I came it, away it from I came away from it with much more respect than I thought I would yeah. going into it, but it's still not the seven. Yeah, no, it is. The S five eighty is like, especially compared to the EQS. Oh, I don't know. I feel like the S five eighty is like. It, it it's just it's a great S class, which is like, you know what it, what it's supposed to be. But yeah. like, it's nothing special to me. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. You're right. It's not that special. Like they haven't moved the needle a ton with it. The seven moves the needle. Yeah. Yeah. Versus like I feel like, look, being a great S class is already like hard. Being an S class, yeah. It, it's it's its own thing. Like you yeah. know what I mean. Mm. And like the S five eighty is a it's it's a better S class, but eh, like. For better or worse, yeah. I think what what kind of works against the S class's favor is that is that Mercedes. F- it's very here and now. But I also no. feel like the S five eighty, like okay, the S class can't like it's it has not, to be a limo. It has to be like the car that you know. I feel like like two, CEOs get driven around in, so it's like yeah. it's got to be kind of boring looking. It's got to be kind of understated. It's got to be kind yeah. of whatever because it's meant to be a normal car. Yeah. Versus the Let's seven can like, take more risk. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of curious about next point here. Go on. I feel like what what should make the S class special, like the tech, the styling, uh, the interior accommodations. I feel like too much of that has trickled down 
to lesser Mercedes products. Uh-huh. Because cause you can get the the, the same basic layout mm-hmm. in, in an E-Class, uh, same basic interior layout in an E-Class. But there's yeah. a C-Class. Yeah. I completely agree um, with you, actually. You get the same yeah. bells and whistles, uh, M-Bucks, um, augmented nav. Yeah. Um, and there's been so many times, like, how many times have you been in traffic and been like, oh, that's a nice, uh, uh, oh, uh, C, E? Uh, and styling, too. I th- yeah. I think, like, yeah. Now that now that that pretty much everything else in Mercedes lineup has been refreshed to kind of adapt that same corporate look, an S class looks like a C class. An e- yeah, it's a good look. It is a good look. It's, it's a, a very good looking car. It, it's it's a very nice looking car. Just that other Mercedes Benz, other lesser Mercedes Benz products, kind of take too much step on it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It takes too much of that specialness away from the S-Class. Yeah. I, think, Absolutely. I think the biggest thing that's working against the S-Class, and I'm not even sure how much of this is Mercedes' fault, is just the fact that they have nowhere to go with it. Like, the whole thing about the S-Class was, like, mechanical innovation, engineering, like, just, like, cutting-edge tech and suspension safety, like, really thoughtful little stuff that set the standard for years to come. Yeah. We kind of have a car figured out and have for a while. Like, that S-Class did not drive appreciably different than the 30-year-old S500 I drove at the same time. It's kind of like they got there and were like, well, fucking now what? Well, and and since then, they've been innovating on tech, 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 more well, tech, more like, screens, more yeah, shit. They've more, kinda, more shit in it. Like, they not, got over the hill, Yeah, and now they're just like, uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Now just time to add more lights, more this, more that, and I think that's where... Yeah, they're just kind of stuck. Where else do you go? How do you make a car drive better than that? And you just sort of don't. Well, they had a way. Just... <laughs> Make it full, make it electric, but instead of doing that, literally electrifying the S class, Mercedes comes out with the underwhelming EQS. Yeah, the EQS really bothered me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was that was disappointing. Um, um, yeah. So I mean, like, I think it's it's impressive. Like, it, it drives nice. Yeah. I came away with it a much more positive impression than I thought. Just, I think the seven does more to be innovative to be striking to yeah. move the needle yeah. to just have like li- little more like thoughtful touches slightly Absolutely. nicer materials i think it'll age a little better um say what you will about the styling i think it uh, works i think the s-class has will always be an s-class but the seven will kind of set a new not a yeah. new but it will be one of those like milestone cars for bmw it's like yeah like we've done this yeah. we've achieved this versus the s has just been like oh yeah it's another s good job yeah uh premium crossover the a premium car, premium crossover of the year, another unanimous one. Twenty twenty four BMW X five X fifty E, aka the plug in hybrid. I liked it. Yeah, I think it was great. Like for for what they ask, you can't ask for so any thing, more. Was of that the, vehicle. the purple one? That's the purple one. Yeah, I thought Fresh it was really one. nice. Yeah. yeah, it looked it looked and like the X five to me has always looked like really sharp. Like, yeah, it's, hands it's, down it's the been, best. It's, it's been spared like spared the new ugly stick. Yeah, like it just yes. it still looks like a BMW, it like such very... a BMW. Very classic, not classic, but like it is very BMW. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess I can't can't say more than yeah, that. But it just it looks great. It drives great, and this one is unbelievably stupidly efficient. Yeah. Um, easily the like you know we'll 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 lose our shit over the X5M comp, but the plug-in hybrid hands down it's got to be the most well-rounded option in the x5 yeah that's one of you daily yeah and like it's still like unlike some of its competitors let's not get into that (laughs) um it has like a really great gas engine like it drives great it sounds great it does all the things you'd want a bmw to do it's fast it handles well and is also dumb efficient yeah 
Right. It's, not like, it's not like you're giving anything up. No. Dude, I got like 7.4 liters per, per 100k out of that thing. When, yeah, when like it's brilliant. And considering so what that is, that's good. really good. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, performance card of the year, under well, 50. Well, hang on. For premium crossover of the year, the only thing that like I, I that I voted for, was thinking about voting for before I realized that like the majority was going to run away with the X5, I adored the X7. The X7 M60i just like, yeah, that hits Yo, that all the marks. It badass. crushes them. Yeah. Well, so does the X5, but at a much lower price. Well, much yeah, lower it's price much point. more accessible, but we're talking about premium. Yo, let's go full premium. Three row, big ass, excellent stature styling. The striking front end with divorce lighting off the 7, which I like. I think I it like works it. really well. I think it works really well. <laughs> yeah, it rides amazing. It drives great. It's stupid fast. Like, I'm not going to argue about the X5. You know I just wanted to give a nod X7? to the X7. It doesn't actually, like, it doesn't feel as big as it. Like, okay, we, we talk about this a lot. Like, you know, cars kind of, like, hiding their weight. Yeah. But, like... The X7 is witchcraft. The X7 is yeah. actual witchcraft. Physics like, defying. Yeah. 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 Uh, this one was a little contentious, and I know Nathan has feelings about this. Performance car of the year, under 50K. 2023 Toyota GR Corolla. <laughs> no, not <laughs> that. That thing drives great. Of course it, it does. I love that thing. It drives great. Excellent. I, I, like, thought, I thought it was a deserved win. Yeah, like performance car under 50k, like with the exception of the Miata, I can't think of anything else that comes close. Maybe the Elantra N. I never drove one, but I've driven previous Hyundai Ns. They're very, very fucking good. Yeah. Uh, so maybe one of those, I could see that, but like, I love the GR Corolla. That thing drove great. Performance car of the year over 50k. That's disappointed me. Is it? <laughs> oh. So is the Integra Type S. And, like, there, not, nothing against the Integra Type S. This is more a fault with our, like, category system. Because I don't love that the GR Corolla at 48, it is, I think. 44. 44. 44 took performance car under 40. And then an, an Integra Type S took to performance car 50. over 50. Yeah. So, like, we just look super ricey. We're just really into, like, 90s core tuner cars. And, like, we are. That's fine. I just don't love and i didn't i didn't like i like it i think it, it looks great i think it drives really well the integra type s is a very nice vehicle so much so that one of our own staff members bought one um that's a cool nod like yeah. they're great i just i but to me like above 50 like i would have put like there's some really cool shit in that category some, yeah <coughs> like sorry like, we had like the f-type yeah there's the f-type r the z4m the z4m which which i really actually like yeah yeah um, I mean, that's just BMWs being BMWs. But, yeah. like, even the F-Type was, like, really exciting. Amazing. The like, color wasn't fantastic. Like, it was brilliant. Yeah, like, it looked great, drove great, sounded great, had the theatrics. Like, it does, it did everything stupidly well. Yeah. And, like, when you compare, like, what that car gives you next to something like, say, a 911. The value is actually. That value's there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, pretty pretty astounding as well. Yeah. Mine would have been the the LC five hundred cab. LC five hundred cab is another one. Again, again, another brilliant car. Amazing, like scintillating, stunning machine. IS five hundred. I love that thing. Adored that thing. Right, like these are all things that I just like. They spoke to me so much more than this Integra Type S does. So it's also Cliff. It's more so Cliff's Cliff's notes for next year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We we learn from that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah we got we got to move that category up a little, little bit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the CT4V Blackwing mm. that we all adore because it's just a boosted M3. That thing turned good. It turns real good. Yeah, <laughs> like I, 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 that like, is, I remember that is the it. best turning car of the year. And I was like, <laughs> like BMWs are just like so good. They're so good. This that whatever. And I turned, I turned with that thing around a corner. You see, and it was 
<laughs> like I was like, actually holy like, shit. I, I remember watching you do it because you and I went out in it when I already had it, and yeah. you like you hustled it around the Ford plant. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this thing turns fucking so good. I think I was just quiet for a second because I was like, yeah, this can't happen. <laughs> Wait a yeah, second, this yeah. isn't right. Yeah. And it was like, wow. Yeah, that thing turns real good. It shifts real good. It goes fast real good. It does everything real nice good. Too. I really like Cadillacs. Like styling on those things, I think looks oh, it's good. great. Yeah. I th- I feel like with the, I think that is possibly like if you were to sit down and like measure driver controls like the finer points like mm-hmm. steering feel shifter feel throttle clutch relationship i think that is the best driving car you can buy right now with the uh, possible exception of the miata which is just a little tighter and so it should be yeah you know i i probably wouldn't disagree with you i don't know it's hard to say best car or sorry best driving, driving best driving car. i think it does everything pretty fucking perfectly as far as your senses, yeah. Surprising yeah. considering you didn't like the shifter in that thing. I love, what, what are you talking about? I love the shifter in that thing. He liked it. You didn't like it. I adored it. I think it's the best shifter you could buy. No, you know what? We had the Super that week <laughs> that was manual, and we didn't like the shifter in that thing. But we liked it in the Blackwing huh? or something like that. I think it, that's what happened that week. Something like that, yeah. The Super mm-hmm. did not have a good shifter. I, I didn't think so. And it, it's, it's hit and miss. I don't love it. I don't think it's better than ZFA was the big debate. Let's not get too far into that. We'll kind of worms <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. But yeah, either way, I think CT4V Blackwing is like the best driving. Let's let's have this conversation, guys. What is the best driving car you can buy right now? Under, say, a quarter milli. Let's keep it like out of Porsche GTs because obviously they're perfect. Mm-hmm. Under quarter mil? Yeah. Came in GT4? Oh. He goes for a Porsche GT. <laughs> <laughs> Boxer Spider. See, not a Porsche GT. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? So, so like Porsche we, does those things really well. We expect Porsche to do those things really well, and they're great at them. But like for Cadillac to roll up, like yo, check this out. Like yeah, holy see, like, fuck, BMW's this thing like, turns so good. Feels actually not amazing. Like those the cars handle amazing, but like sometimes they don't communicate that well back to you. Yeah, they do feel a little artificial. But a little the Blackwing, boosty. like. Yeah, like, oh, man, now, now you got me thinking about it. Like, that car was really, really good. You know what? It's kind of a weird thing. Is like, I liked that car when I had it, but I didn't love it. It didn't make me feel warm and fuzzy. I drove the shit out of it, and I fucking had a lot of fun doing it, but I didn't feel warm and fuzzy about it. And looking back on it. Yeah. I still think about that car a lot. Hmm. I think that says more about you than it does about the car. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. That was kind of like, oh, I didn't I, punish I, you enough. I let that it? one get away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on to truck of the year. And, I agree. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about trucks. I think that that one was a good truck. Nathan's the, Nathan's the the truck dude, so we automatically defer to his judgment. Here. I want to actually Yeah, can we specify real he quick? Just got a truck. I am not a truck dude. I just like when I started, it was offered like, "Yo, do you want trucks?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I'll take trucks." Okay, you're truck guy now because no one else wants trucks, so now I, I mean, get you trucks. Know your shit about trucks. Well, we so lost Zeraldo, trust I don't know my shit about trucks. No, but we lost Zach. Yeah, we lost Zach. Zach, Zach knew was trucks. the actual dedicated yeah, truck I don't know anything guy. about these $100,000 fucking tall Cadillacs, and now all of a sudden I'm truck guy. And no, like, he knows. And He's being the, humble. And on the flip side, I fucking love trucks, so this is pretty trucks okay. But, awesome. Yeah. You're being too modest. Uh, <clears throat> truck of the Year 2023-24 Chevy Silverado lineup. So this was a bit of a twofer. This was a, a twofer. This was a very twofer? contentious because, like, the votes had the Ford Maverick. Yeah. And like, I was Team Maverick. I think that thing's a fucking brilliant. I haven't driven one. I want thing. them. To, I want them to be so good. I, it's like when, mm. when they came out, I thought that was like the most 
brilliant, significant new car design in like 30 years. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense. For 26 grand, you get a fucking small pickup truck that is 40 miles per gallon. Fucking and brilliant. That is why it got my vote. <clears throat> yeah. Like, makes a ton of sense to me, but it's also not a truck. I think what swayed me was your. Kind of like a ute. What, Kinda. Yeah. What swayed me was, was your argument that in the trucklets that that you've personally driven in the past when when it when it comes to doing truck things this is a thing you always came away wishing you had a bigger, bigger truck, truck like when to you took my canyon home things. to move some parts around and you're like they didn't fit yeah actually that really pissed me off because i was like oh these parts are like pretty yeah, small let me take nathan's truck because i gotta do truck things and they'll fit in his truck and they didn't fit in the fucking truck yeah what the heck yeah or like uh addy took home the uh, honda ridgeline, ridgeline. <laughs> And then the same week, I had that heavy-duty Silverado. And he's like, yo, can I borrow the, the Silverado? Because they don't fit in the damn ridge you line. always need more truck. Like, this is the thing. Like, as much as I've always railed against trucks, we're getting bigger and bigger and dumber. And to an extent, they are getting, like, needlessly, obnoxiously huge. But, like... Big, large, big, large, big, huge. Big, big, large, huge. But there no, comes a point fuck, where, like, yo... Fuck Normous? Fuck Normous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're getting increasingly fuck Normous. But, like, there, there comes a point where, like, yo, that makes sense. If you're using a truck to do truck shit, get a truck. Yeah, and I like, know I get it. As much as I want to love the Ford Maverick, if there's one on the fleet this year, I would like to dips it so I can actually drive one and Yours. see if they're any good. I like the Maverick in concept. I just don't like actually driving it or, I don't know. It's also like 20, well, it's probably 30 now, but like it was a $26,000 out the door vehicle. Right. Like that's w- ridiculous. Yeah. And like if you don't need to move large things, if you, like for landscapers, holy fuck, perfect. Or even for like people that think that they need a truck but that don't actually need one. Yeah, if yeah. you just do stuff like handy type stuff but not aren't moving big stuff like it's great put a bike in the back or something i don't know yeah anyway so the silverado lineup was kind of like where we landed on good jack of all trades good jack of all trades the 1500s like drive great their hands in the 24 actually was super impressive i came away like so impressed how how well that thing drives for an hd yeah or like i don't mean to knock ford so like i had an f-250 that was like super oh, heavy like duty huge. loaded, like, yeah. like enormous. Holy shit, truck! Like I lost. Oh, sorry, I had to catch my breath after walking around that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because the thing had an eight foot bed and the extended <laughs> box. Like this thing was a bus, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it felt like bus. a bus. It's handsome. It looks great. Um, the cabin was nice. Like I, I generally liked that thing a lot. Yeah. But it also had some concessions that are a result of it being a super heavy duty truck. Like over, like. That, that thing is designed to have 10,000 pounds in the bed. Not 10,000, well, but like a fucking lot of weight in the bed. The tiniest bump, it was like It would just shudder like crazy yeah. because it's an incredibly long lever. Yeah. Like a 40-foot long lever just acting on the whole truck. <laughs> yeah. And it's designed to have weight in it, and it didn't, so it just shuddered and bounced around like crazy. The Silverado was a revelation because it didn't. Yeah. It didn't do trades. that. It handled well. It didn't feel Quite like impressive. a bus. When I, okay, so when I got into this thing, when I went to go pick it up, I didn't know what spec it was. I just knew it was big. But I wasn't sure if it was big gas or big diesel, and I fired it up, and I still wasn't sure. Wow. And the fact that I could get into a diesel truck and start it and not be like, oh, yeah, obviously, that's what it is, is fucking amazing. That Duramax powertrain is impressively refined. Yeah. And like, it's still 975 foot-pounds. Like, that'll yank a stomp out of the ground. Yeah. <laughs> uh, green Vehicle of the Year, 2023 Toyota Prius. Yeah, I mean, cool. I have no complaints about that. I think the Prius is cool. Prius looks it looks great, drives great. You guys are you you I'm gesturing at Nick and the rest <laughs> of the team are much more like horny for it than Rush and I were. It was my biggest surprise this year. Like I did not. I think it looks that. nice. 
and for a while I didn't think so. It, it's grown on me. Yeah. Especially like there was a yellow one or whatever. I think. That, yeah, that's, that's the one I had. Yeah, and I thought in that color and everything, it looked it looked sharp. They look great. Yeah, it looked like a million bucks. Drive great too. All um, around the standard. I don't know, like Priuses are just like Priuses, like there's whatever, right? Yeah, you guys were like, oh, these things drive great, they're so much fun. Like, you had to remind me that, like, oh, yeah, that's right, I shot a Prius Prime. Because I said when we were talking about this at our dinner, like, I don't know if I drove one this year, are they any good? And you're like, yo, you shot John's Prius Prime. Like, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Like, it, it just they're whatever. didn't make a long impression on me. Maybe I was having an off day. I would love to check one out for a little more time Maybe to see like, if they actually are that good. But in green vehicles, we have another one for EVs? Yeah, right? No. What? It's just green. If it qualifies nice. for a green plate, we're, we're Gucci. Or close enough, something like Isn't that. Like I a lot of EVs that would probably take the cake over the Prius. But the Prius was... No one voted for EVs. Yeah. Everyone voted for the Prius. Yeah, because it's like hybrids make a ton of sense. It looks great, drives great. It's a kind of a home run. What one nice last cabin. year? The Ionic 5, I think, probably. I think the Ionic 5. Last year? I like that. Tygon. Oh, right. That was... Yeah, it's dumb. But whatever. Tygon's very cool, but like it's also like... $250 billion, dollars, yeah. like, yeah. To start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, what really surprised me about the Prius and what pushed me over the edge uh, to to give, to uh, to die to die on the hill that it should be Green Vehicle of the Year and therefore Car of the Year was the glow-up. You know, it used to be the punchline of yeah. everyone's jokes. Not but now really, though. Like, looks... the first generation definitely was, but after that, like, the Prius kind of grew up, and no one's like, oh, this no, thing makes no, a lot no, of sense. They, no, they got really ugly. The first gen was, like, just an echo. The second gen was the one that was all over Hollywood and shit. The third gen got ugly, and they disappeared, and now they're sick again. Yeah. Or something like that. I'm probably missing a generation because like they're that. so forgettable. But... I don't know. They, they, I mean, they, they've done a great job with it. And we try to, like, this is part of the thing that came up in the Truck of the Year conversation, too. We try to favor, like, new for this year. Yeah. And Prius is new for this year. Yeah. And it's, like, it's a good. huge Vastly step up. Vastly improved. Yeah. And it's still great mm. on gas. Yeah. And and it Prime can do up to 70 kilometers on EV power. Yeah. That's that's it, great. It's it's a Boring. well. And then fires up its tiny engine and uses hardly any gas anyway. Exactly. And it's fast when you want it to be. Like, like I, I get it. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Is and that's fast? what. It's not fast. Mm. It's, it's it's relatively it's quick. fast. It's much quicker than before, but it's, I would I still wouldn't call it fast. I, I think I, the biggest thing for me is that it looks nice and it the interior is a nice place to be. It's like okay, yeah, just a car, good car. Yeah, I think Toyota's positioning it as like more sporty now, or more of a sporty type thing because it's it not works. because it's not an SUV. That's it. Everything's an SUV. So if you're still a car, you're sporty now. Uh, well, yeah. That slight angle towards sportiness works. Yeah, yeah. I I would have. That that would have been my vote for car. That was my vote for for car of the year as well, but um, apparently we favor democracy and the votes. But <laughs> 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 uh, but but once we t- once we tallied up all the votes, uh, the team landed on drumroll please. Car of the year for twenty twenty three is every BMW. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yay. The 2024 Acura Integra Type S. Double clutch car of the year for 2023. Genuinely shocking to me. Okay, now hang on. Now let me backpedal. And this is going to sound totally logical. You guys are going to check out. So I know you can all stop listening now. I don't hate that as pick for car of the year. I you literally... I hate it as performance car over 50. Because there were so many more rad performance cars. And I feel like, again, that is our fault for just having the category set up where it is. I think that margin should be like 70-ish. Okay, dude, dude, stop, no, no, no. stop, no, stop. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I think it's really great. <laughs> it's great. It looks great. Drives great. Everyone loves it. I but personally... car of the year doesn't matter 
value, this, that, whatever. It's just like, what it, was the best card that you It does matter, though. I That's why it, the Maverick it, was good, because it is a great value. Right. Like, like, but what I'm trying to get at is like... and performance envelope offered, and also people are super hard for Hondas. The performance envelope offered for 56 grand is pretty fucking nutty, and it's a good daily, and it's comfy, and it looks great, and it's fast, and and all the fucking shit that we all want a car to do. The only thing wrong with that car is rev hack. Everything else is fucking perfect. Even you laughed your dick off fucking driving that thing around. I remember that. You said, like, wow, this thing turns real good. And you giggled yourself like a stupid little bitch fucking banging it through the gears and rooting the clutch against the stupid rev hang. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess you're right. Rev hang wasn't even that bad in that thing. Terrible. But it is significant and good. And I actually don't hate that as car of the year. But it only became car of the year because car of the year has to be a category winner and I hate it at its, as its category winner oh I see what you're getting at yes okay we can't just pick a car out of the ether <laughs> yeah. like I can't just turn around and go like well you know the IS500 didn't win anything but it's my car of the year and I'm not sure that it is but so just as an example what you're saying is like okay if it was like the category was like if uh, performance, 60 or 70 sorry uh, performance car you know under 70 and pl- over 70 so yeah. bl- under 70 would be like you still think it would be the Integra Type S yeah and then yeah. over 70 would be something cool <laughs> <laughs> sorry Imran no but yeah. like no like as in like something yeah, exactly and more expensive and yeah more rad exactly versus the Integra Type S was just really good value and a really good daily bingo yeah you know what I, I, I agree the, yeah. the car of the year like the, the Integra was not actually a bad pick you know for all intents and purposes for I, actually being logical like it was actually really cool great car great car yeah. yeah I don't disagree my vote still goes to Prius for car, for car of the year by That's virtue of it boring. being it's and more as we figured out today, not a man. <laughs> That's not very nice. Uh, he so didn't yeah. like the Tundra for men. Hang on, what a second. Um, what a second? Um, yeah, what a second. Rush, what was, <laughs> what was the fucking coolest thing you drove this year? I, I don't think I had anything. Oh, no, actually. You drove. Like, you, you drove all my press cars. Like, what the fuck did you like the best? I really like the Z4M. The Z4M was so fucking It juicy. was really juicy. Yeah. Um... I think the F-Type was juicier, but the Z4 makes a lot more sense. The F-Pace was really nice because I love that engine. Yeah. And that was, like, my biggest... That was my biggest surprise of the year. I was like, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. Like, yeah. that engine is ridiculous. You drove that thing like a goon at every opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, like, God damn, that thing is amazing. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, biggest letdown is probably going to be, like... What's my biggest letdown? Probably the Rolls-Royce. I was just really? like, wow, whatever. Ah, maybe it's just because like of who we are now, and like maybe we're, that says we're more definitely kind of jaded about it. Like I still, I still came away very impressed with it. It was very impressive, but it was yeah. just like a, I forgot that we had it immediately after it was given back to Rolls Royce. Like it was just like a, a blip on the radar hmm. versus like that F pace, still. Sometimes I'm still like, hmm, I could probably, I could probably afford that. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, I don't know. What about you? What was the best thing for you? LC cat. That car's hot. That Hands car's hot. Fucking down. And it is very pretty. Yes. And just like you pointed out, I still think about that car. You know, it's one of those cars mm. where like I it's saw just... it go past the the big windows in the office and I was like you, know, you just like stop and stare at something because it's so pretty. Like yeah. it actually catches your yeah. eye. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, the LC's get that, that car. Whoa moment. Yeah. It, it's not it's not a numbers car, it's an experience car. And what yeah. an experience. It's got the good five liter engine, like, and the rear through core on that car is, to me, it's really, really, yeah. Yeah, really pretty. It's delicious. There's no bad the angle. The front, yeah. uh, 
I don't know. I, I go back and forth on the front end of that car. Because you're dumb. The headlight design, like, kind of gets me sometimes. It comes and goes. Sometimes you look at it, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, yeah. like, you look at it too long and it stops making sense. It looks like, you say fishy. the same word over and over and then it stops, like, meaning anything. Yeah. I feel like that design kind of does that sometimes, some days. But the rear is always, mm. to me, it's like, nice. Good job. What's yours, Nathan? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> the Blackwing. The Blackwing is the best driving car, but, like, the one I loved the most. The Miata? Mm, yeah, the Miata's really fucking good. Really? Miata's really yeah. fucking good, dude. Yeah. Also, like, also, I had that thing, like, over the Christmas break, and it was, like, kind of warm out, so I'm bombing around at the end of December in the top down with the heated seats on and the heat going, and I'm actually comfy, and, like, drifting all over the place because it's skittish yeah. as hell in cold <laughs> weather. That car was a fucking riot. Like, for all the awesome cars I had this year and the cars that, like, that I fell in love with, like the IS500, like that stupid Chrysler 300C, which is probably the runner-up. <laughs> I thought... It yeah, might I take thought... the cake. Like, I don't know, man. Like, that car was so good. I love that thing. I love the Miata. The Z4M makes... I... I... That kind of did everything super well. car that made me laugh the most had, had to be in the Hellcat. Uh, Red Eye? Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the, Hel- the Hellcat. Probably, I like, don't think I've actually laugh laughed the hardest. more driving like that was the funniest car that we had yeah. in like the best way like it wasn't like it wasn't like a oh this car is so dumb it's funny it was like well in a way like it wasn't like yeah. a, i'm making fun of you funny it was like wow like this car yeah, is just, just so you're just stupid. reduced yeah to mm-hmm. a lesser state and yeah the 300c is fun to play with i thought it looked great i'm in love with the styling of that thing i fucking love the sound of it i love the feel i love the way it drives it's one of the few times this year i went out for like a long point a to point a drive i just yeah. went out and ruined half a tank of gas to go back home yeah. and i came out of it just fucking giggling like a kid i fucking love that thing mm. it's kind of cool that still cars that exist that do that they don't well that's the last all one. i'm saying is you know you're gonna say that next year too because you're gonna find something that you really like all i'm saying is like cars for the longest time have been kind of moving towards like you know electrification mm-hmm. efficiency 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 but it's like no there's still cars out there that are made for people that like cars and i think that yeah. should be celebrated because it's it, like, sh- it absolutely should be and that's what we're trying to do right now yeah the car is wonderful that's there's, there's a lot of like really good like excellent driving cars you can still go out and buy right now oh tsx tsx tlx tlx god damn it that's sort of a sleeper. It kind of flies under the radar. It's it's yeah. and you know what? That car really reminded me of like when I was a kid. I really liked Hondas. The way that they deliver their their power and it's all like it's got the Honda hallmarks and that's I think one of the highest compliments yeah. you can give one of those cars. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's exciting. Like it's the way it builds boost. Like the way that the you know even like the the font and the typeface on like the yeah. dash yeah. and everything. I was like wow, so nostalgic, but also very relevant in the modern world. Mm-hmm. I was like. That's that was one of Very that was like. Car. Honestly, if I was looking for a daily and I was a normal dude, that would be on my radar. I thought it was great. Yeah, they're great. Bit of a Q ship. Yeah. And on that note, uh, thank you all for tuning in on the on this the first episode of 2024. Uh, if you would like to follow along on our automotive adventures, um, you can do so on socials at doubleclutch.ca. All right, boys, uh, Nathan Brush, thank you for joining in studio. We'll catch yeah, you guys man. next Thanks week. Yeah, Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, see you around. Bye. Bye-bye.